fly fishing Listen to the middle class podcast Hey guys, welcome back to the middle class podcast And today, I'm gonna do something that uh, I sort of did uh, Sort of a similar concept to what I did a while ago which was answering questions that was presented to me online. Um, These aren't questions that people ask uh, to me and for me to answer, but these are just questions available online. And I don't know, kind of want to answer them because what I did was a long time ago, I did the uh, the most most frequently asked questions on Google and I tried to... I guess, answer them, but most of the questions are shit, hence uh, why the um, the answers was also shit, so, I mean, the answers would be shit anyways, but <laughs> I think with better questions, you can expect better answers, usually, usually, uh, let's not get ourselves uh, too excited here, uh, then again, it is me answering the question, so, who's your first, so, this is from care.com, 100 questions to get to know your teenager. Jesus Christ. Uh, one thing that my wife and I discussed recently was that we don't talk to our child enough about some of the bigger issues that we need to while we still can learn more about our teen. So we decided to brainstorm a list of questions to ask our teen over time, at the dinner table, wherever. Different questions to better understand our child and just start conversations. The weird thing about this sort of question is or like sort of aspect is that my parents was never been i don't know and i never they definitely obviously they sort of cared they cared about us growing up and stuff but they never usually they never like tried super hard i guess to parent us uh not saying that they weren't fucking hell they weren't good parents or anything but they especially during the teenager part uh, us being young adults, I guess, that's the point where they were a little bit, uh, they were winging it a little bit, um, I think that's, uh, I think that's fair to say, and even my parents would probably, um, say that as well, (laughs) maybe, because, I don't know, it's, because both my parents sort of had very different, I don't, I don't really want to go into their relationship with their parents, so, uh, but, you know, it's just, parents are different and people are different so i feel that in in my opinion they weren't very comfortable with not know that they weren't comfortable but i feel like they sort of winged it a little bit more um when it comes to raising us as young adults i guess i mean they like like i always say i, I you know I have great parents i reckon some of the best that i really uh, that i know uh, this is not just because, because everyone says, oh, you know, I have the best dad, I have the best mom. Well, no shit, because you've never had any other moms or any other dads. But uh, I genuinely believe that my parents are probably better than most parents. Uh, and I don't know, they never really ask me these, like, for example, just stuff like, I don't know, sex. Uh, with relationships, they start, they talked about it, but like sort of later. And I feel like they looked at it, our looks and be like, you're not gonna get a fucking girlfriend for a while. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Plus, I'm very different when I'm with my parents and when I'm not with my parents as well. 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, like my personality just changes with who I'm around. Uh, because I reckon I'm a pretty observant person, and thus I sort of, I sort of activate different um, versions of myself, and I, I'm not the same way I am with everyone, uh, especially my parents. I do. Uh, if my parents see me the way I act in high school and in even in uni nowadays, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, let's start with these questions, man. Let's go. Let's go. What's your favorite band or solo artist? Uh, that's a stupid question. Why would you ask that to your kid? That's like one of the. That is, a, is not. I don't know. Like, if they're super into music, or I mean, it's one of those things you want to get to know your um, kid a bit more. Uh, but if they like a certain artist, a certain band, you would they would probably play it over and over again or they would have posters of them on the wall and shit uh if i have to answer that question i i don't really have a i sort of just listen to sort of different music and from different artists from time to time like i don't just keep listening to the same shit over and over again it's just what song do i like this month like i'll keep listening to the set list of songs but i mean there's music that i do come back to uh and more most of more of them than not because you know there's a lot of music out there but a lot of you know a lot of them are mediocre not real, i mean you know that's what everything is you know uh there's always it's just you know some of some of it is absolute fucking shit um a lot of it most of it is mediocre and that you know that the one percent or the two percent uh of that art or the or the media i guess that we consume is actually brilliant like actually fucking genius um uh, uh who am i listening to right now but this is listening to this new sculpture album and the new uh tyler creator album ignorance is bliss and um ego uh, i think that's it uh i've been listening to a bit of students sylvian stevens again and yeah i think that those are the three i'm listening to right now uh, a bit of billy eilish as usual but yeah those are the three what do you see yourself doing in five years ten years i think this is like the perfect uh, these are the kind of i think this is a question you should ask your kid in but this is a question that's very good to be asked in stages so you know Ask them when they're like 16 and ask them again when they're like 21 and shit. So I think, yeah, that's the best way. Because how I saw myself five years ago, not gonna lie, it's the exact same. I'll still be, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm still gonna be in uni, you know, doing work, I guess. Uh, like, if, what, where do I see myself in five years from now? Again, I think it's gonna be very boring, but. I'm just gonna say I'm, I'm I'll probably be working as an engineer. That's it, you know. So, uh, hopefully, I'll be making my first sort of short film. So I don't know when I funded my on my own. That's sort of the dream. Um, for me, I guess. Uh, to make films, that is the dream. But it's one of the um some of my one of my friends asked me like why don't you just you know go to film school and shit, 
the thing is, uh, most of us, like, most people don't fucking make it, like, obviously. It's, like, one of those, uh, industries where a lot, a lot of people just fail miserably. And I guess why I wanted to have, like, an actual, like, normal job and then sort of, um, have that on the side, I guess, is because I... I want to, you know, I want to make it my own. Like, I want to, I want it to be my movie. I want to fund it myself. So, the thing is, if you work as a director, if you work sort of in film, you probably get a small part in the film. You don't get to do the whole thing. I, and my dream is not to, not not to necessarily become a filmmaker. That's not like, uh, that's not like the realistic dream that I have. Obviously, if I can do that, that's like fucking dream come true. But, um, like a realistic dream, like one of those things that, ah, uh, if you do it, you can. I guess that'll make you super happy. Like one of those milestones in your life, is for me to have like an actual sort of movie, like few for uh full feature length. I mean, nothing expensive, obviously, but there's movies, like the Blair Witch Project, that cost like ten thousand dollars. I think. Uh, what's the budget for Blair Witch Project? And it made like I'm not saying this is what's gonna happen. Obviously, that's like super unlikely. Uh, the Blair, Blair Witch Project. I know that it barely cost sixty thousand dollars US, and it made two hundred fifty million dollars. Fuck me. But obviously, this isn't self-funded, right? Production development while film students were inspired. Uh. Okay, so they are, uh they started a film company. I think it's one of those working like them working together and shit. And I mean it's a very good film. Uh very good film and it didn't make 250 million fucking dollars. I actually have not seen it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know why I just said uh it's a good film. I mean uh, critical re- uh, reception said it is very good. Roger Ebert, Ebert gave it a four st- four out of four stars. So you know Roger Ebert is ob- is one of the best, if not the best, uh, film critic of all time. Um, it's a sleeper hit, yeah. Made fucking short fifty million. Jesus Christ. Uh, what are the directors doing now? Not much. Uh, Greg Hill. Jesus. They probably made so much money out of that, eh? I mean, they they did make fucking a lot of money out of that. <coughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah, that's sort of kind of direction I want to go. I do want to... Uh, for my first film... Uh, not gonna lie, I do want to do horror. I think horror, just from the production of horror, and the fact that I think horror movies are one of the most inconsistent ones um, nowadays, to me, there's not that many good horror movies. If there's like 10 of them, there's only like one or two good ones. Uh, and I don't know, it's just one of those things that I, I don't know why people just can't make horror movies. Like, I'm not, obviously, I'm not belittling these directors. They're obviously more talented and more knowledgeable than i am but i don't know why like 
I don't know why they some there's so many like shitty horror movies. Um, I mean, I do know why. So, if I have to explain why horror movies nowadays, um, are not that good, the um, the if you want to see a video of it instead, like someone explaining for uh, it one by one, this guy called Chris Tuckman. I think he made uh he made a, a, a video. It's uh titled "What's Wrong with Horror Movie Today?" I think. What's wrong? It's a brilliant um video but because horror movies i do like horror movies um i like i love the production and i love okay what the problem with horror movies today by chris tuckman 2.9 million views jeez um but a lot of the points that i'm making is probably a bit similar than it's similar to what he's making because basically like i I look up to Chris, um, and he's one of those guys, um, on YouTube that I'm like, I'm always going to see his videos and I'm always going to be interested in what he's doing. Number one, he's doing film, he's doing movies, he's doing TV shows. And I love, and I love those things. I love, I love, uh, TV shows and I love movies and I love the, uh, and he's now making like short movies as well, which is very good for him. And to me, the main problem is, and to me, a lot of it is because of studio, um, sort of, um, meddling, I guess, studio meddling, uh, meddling by the studio, um, because that's also why I want to make my own thing, because I know for a fact in the film industry that the studios don't know what the fuck they're doing, and the companies and the investors usually... So everyone, uh, if the the reason why Marvel is so good, and Marvel the MCU movies are so good, because it's because Stanley, uh, this is the big CEO guys, they just let them do whatever the fuck they want, let the money roll in, and let let them you know let uh, them use their own creativity, and I mean let the artists be artists, you know, let the filmmakers make their film, and the business guys they they or the marketing guys they just do whatever they just you know leave them on the side you know just provide them the money provide them you know market the movie and that's it but studios like sony for example uh they meddle so much with the studio or with the with the filming process and that uh they're always trying to set up i guess with avengers i mean no with mcu they do you know um set up the movies as a as a trilogy or uh you know they set up sequels um for the movies but with with the MCU movies with the Marvel movies you do have an ending to sort of a storyline or at least you feel i guess uh you feel that the when you see watch the the full movie you you know it's story uh, beginning of story to the end it's not like it's it's still one movie one story one bad guy you know what i mean and i don't know with a lot of movies that's uh like for example the jurassic world uh, i think the second one um there is an ending to that movie but it's sort of like or oh, it's not a, a complete ending and it's not a conclusion that uh i guess is good enough 
Uh, it's not a conclusion that that I guess satisfies the viewers is because they want to make a sequel, and for that for sure there's a sequel. And with the way that movie ended, the Jurassic World, the Lost World, I think, uh, was the second was the second Jurassic World, and such a shit fucking movie as well. Fallen Kingdom, yeah. Um, they're setting up for the next Jurassic World movie, and that's why it was, and they wanted, that movie was only made for us, just so we watched the second one, and I hate movies like that, I mean, fucking, they're basically stepping stones, so yeah, I hate that, um, so a lot of it is meddling by the studio, and secondly, is fucking jump scares, why in the fuck do we still have so many jump scares in movies? I get it, okay? You... Like, jump scares are definitely important. It's one of the things that scares the fuck out of you um, in a horror scene. But jump scares... The best way to use a jump scare is for it to actually... For you to... Uh, for them to actually... Have something that uh, justifies the jump scare. So, like someone just jumping in, or uh, you know, the the demon or the devil uh, appears and attacks your main character or something. But a lot of the times, when you watch like a bad, like I watched like the fucking um, Annabelle, the first Annabelle, uh, and. Something you can see from a lot of mediocre horror movies is that um, they would, like, do a practical joke. Like, it would be, like, teenagers and shit. This is so, you know, this is some, a plot that always gets fucking played all, all the time is that there would be uh, there would be teenagers. They would not believe the horror. Uh, like, they wouldn't believe that the demon or the devil exists. And, you know, they'd probably piss on <laughs> some fucking grave and then they'll... And then the demon comes out and they go like, what the fuck? Why did you, why did you piss on the grave? Or why did you do this? And then the teenagers get killed one by one. And the main character ends up dying at the end. Or or he or she's in a really bad situation at the end. Something like that. It's always like that. And they use the jump scares. For example, like, one of their friends surprising them, they use that jump scare, they use that music, that sudden, like, that ding, like, they just do use that, like, high bass, or like, that, that screeching noise that comes out, that surprises the fuck out of you, but there's nothing going on, and the way you use jump scares, like, let's say you watch some of the best um, horror movies in the last few years, so the, uh, you would include uh, Conjuring two the the f- the two Conjuring movies, the uh, movie It, uh, Annabelle Creation, Ouija Origin of Evil. These are some just some uh, very good horror movies. Um, Oculus, I think it was Oculus as well. Uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen Oculus though, so I I don't know. Oculus, yeah, yeah. Oculus. Apparently, Oculus is very good. Uh, like I said, it's. It's directed by Mike Flanagan, and if you know about Mike Flanagan, so he directed the uh, t- uh, Netflix show Haunting of Hill House. That's also a very good 
sort of that's a very good TV show, especially a horror TV show. And they apparently they're gonna have the new haunting. It's gonna be a haunting series, and it's gonna be the one, the next one. Uh, haunting of Bly Manor. What the fuck? So they're gonna be there's gonna be a new you know series there's gonna be a new series the haunting um, series the first one's on Hill House and Mike Flanagan man he's been a very good uh, director he's been given a lot of very good uh, projects as well yeah hush can't really see that okay I might see that movie hush uh yeah so that's the th- that's a th- uh, one of the problems about horror movies is that because with a horror scene, for example, um, like like say a scene in Conjuring Two, where the girl I don't uh, so spoilers alert for Conjuring Two if you haven't seen Conjuring Two, when the British when the girl little girl um, she ended up even though she was sleeping in her room um what was it, what was it? Oh, when she suddenly entered um the the room that was locked from the outside and the inside and that's where the ha- a lot of the haunting is that's apparently where the demon is and just that short scene like you don't see like, you see the jump scare at the end when the fucking old guy comes out but before that it's just you know suspense 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 and then you know, fucking ghost comes out. That is how you create a very good horror scene is by making you you know right music, lighting, characters. You know, you you have to make the characters likable because they're the ones that are being scared. Like they're the uh, what do you call it? Um, they're the ones that you, that the demon or the devil's trying to, I guess, manipulate and to defeat. no more cider for me um uh, sorry um the main character is the one that needs to defeat the demon sorry and while while this main character um while they're being i guess tormented by whatever creature or whatever entity you want to have as an antagonist in the movie if you don't make a character that we like as viewers we're not gonna give a shit about the character you know we're just gonna if, it, if the character dies you would just be like oh uh she's dead uh yeah that was great wasn't it no uh, yeah okay yeah like we wouldn't be scared because we don't care about the characters like we don't care about the well-being of the characters that that's been created like you have to make that's why you have to make the um very good characters. You have to make them likable. You have to make them relatable. You have to because at the end of the day, 90% of the movie is the main character or characters, the supporting characters uh being tormented by again whatever evil or whatever sort of villain that villain that you want to have um in your movie. Yeah. Um, I think okay. I 
Uh, I've only gone like t- through two of these questions. So, what do you what do you do when you feel bored? What do I do when I'm bored? Um, just go watch YouTube, watch True Jordy, uh, Jack Mate, uh, I'm Alex, Will and Nee, Stephen Tries. Those are some of my favorite YouTubers. KSI. Um, they're all British, aren't they? <laughs> What good uh H three H three is pretty good, but he's now just doing pod- his podcast now. Um, good American. I I I I listen to a lot of podcasts, but usually I li- I listen to it while doing other things. Usually, uh, just because I'm one of those kind of guys who likes to do two things at once. Um, I just to be honest, I just watch a lot of Joe Rogan clips. No, no, I'm not. Oh yeah, there's not that many American. There's no no American. I mean, I would watch like as Chris Dogman, you know, when a new movie comes out, or like because I have interest with tech, tech, tech. <laughs> with tech, I would watch uh, Marcus Brownlee. <sighs> but that's about it, man. That's about it. Who is your hero and why? Ooh. Who is my hero? Who do I look up to? Um, I think a criteria for me for like a hero or whatever. Is just someone who Oh, that's a hard that's a hard question. Who do I look up to? Cuz I don't want to be like everyone and you know say my dad or something. Um probably Elon Musk. Someone like that, uh, just someone who genuinely, you know, in the business side is sound, and then on uh, on the uh, what what do you call it? Fucking hell. Um, on the business side, he's sound, and on the technical side, he's you know sound as well. So someone like that, you know, changing the world. Um, so I think I think he would be my my pick, I guess, for someone that I. Someone is my hero. Do you have a favorite movie? Um, don't ever ask a film enthusiast that. But if I have to, if I have to choose one, I would probably say Pulp Fiction. Uh, it's one of those movies that, to me, you, like you, like if I have to make someone watch something, I would probably say Pulp Fiction because Tarantino is one of my. Or maybe even my favorite director. So yeah, that I would say Pulp Fiction. What music makes you particularly happy? Uh, grime like hip hop. Uh, grime and hip hop in general. Just hip hop in general makes me like fucking gassed. How do you handle stress? Play a lot of games and listen to a lot of podcasts. That's how you handle stress. Just do something that makes you happy or like makes you think about other things but the stress. Like. Obviously, there's a difference between stress. Like, if it's stress about work and like you have a lot of work, then do the work. That's the best way to handle stress because less work you have, the better it is. But you know, unless it's like eleven at night and you know you're fucking tired, or you know, have you know, rest up, do something that makes you happy. Whether it's listening to mu- music, watching a movie, just do something fun, I guess. Mm. 
What do you enjoy doing for fun? Watching shit. Watching shit and playing games. So watching fights, watching sports, watching movies, watching TV shows, and playing games. That's generally what I like. And once in a while going out. Do you like to read? No. Mm, I do like to read like articles and stuff. Uh, not really books, just because... Okay, the kind of book that I like, this might be kind of cringy, but I do love young adult novels, which is like romantic novels and shit. So, stuff like Perks of Being a Wallflower and Eleanor and Park, fucking uh, Fort Now Stars. Uh, my favorite book of all time is Catching the Ride, just because that's the book that I've read the most amount of times. I've read it over and over again, so I would say Catching the Ride is my favorite book. Yeah, what do you dream about? I dream about some of the maddest shit. Apparently, if you're creative, you have, like, really crazy dreams, but I guess that's a good thing. Um, Do I find myself creative? I think I'm... or I I think I'm a bit... I wouldn't say I have an, like, artsy mind, but I have a more artistic mind than most people, I guess. I think I, I can say that. Um... What makes what really makes you angry and why? I I do like I'm usually a pretty happy person like I'm a happy go lucky kind of guy, but I do get annoyed a lot. Um, it's I think it's when well the thing that pisses me off the most fucking all look at that pop. Um, the thing that pisses me off the most is when people generally uh are like super selfish. Like, everyone's selfish in general. Like, I f- I'm selfish. Everyone is, you know. They care about their problems more than they care about, you know, other people's problems. But when you <laughs> when you legit just don't care about anyone else, that's when it annoys the fuck out of me. Like, like people will take, it their, sh- people will take their shoes off in uni while we're studying. Take their shoes off. Take their, s- you know, their, their fucking smelly fucking feet. Annoys the fuck out of me, man. Jesus. People eating as well. And when I'm studying and stuff, uh, I guess when I'm cooped up and when I can't move, like when I'm studying, I want to sit there and study. You know, I'm not going to move just because of you, you know. Or like when I'm in a train that's full or a bus that's full, you know, and, you know, you smell. Like someone who smells as well, uh, that, that annoys the hell out of me. Uh, okay. What makes you most afraid? Um, I think being alone is scary. Um, like I have no one to depend on. I think it's one of those things that you have to go through as an adult. You know, you have to depend on yourself and shit. But I don't think I'm ready for that. In my opinion, like I do still. Um, I do still depend on, you know, obviously my parents and people like that, but, like, not feeling, like, love, like, people not caring about me, like, that is probably one of my biggest fears. Um, and not being able to do what I want before I die, just, I think that would be one of the things that I'm most afraid of, just regretting shit. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite color? Black. What is your favorite thing to do outdoors? Um, getting drunk. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, what makes uh an oxygen and walking around my dog? I do love walking my dog. It's one of the th- the sim- simple pleasures that I um have in life. What makes you laugh? A lot of things. Um, Eddie Murphy makes me laugh. Uh. <laughs> Dave Chappelle makes me laugh. Chris Rock makes me laugh. I think those three makes me laugh. I think it just dirty, just dirty, and dark jokes makes me make me laugh hardest. Uh, what do you think of bullying? It's shit, and you should you should stand up for yourself. I don't get this thing in high school where if someone bullies you and you fight back, you both get in trouble. Like what the fuck? If you you get like. I don't, and also, it's this thing where oh, we have a lot of kids to hold on to, but uh, or to um, observe. But if if your kid gets bullied in school, that sh- that should be something that, as a parent, you you should be able to, I guess, sue the school because that's the school's job to make sure your ki- the kids are okay. Maybe not like year elevens and year twelves and shit, but you know. And pro- uh, progressively, that's, I think, what we should do in schools. I don't get it. And if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to monitor the kids and let them beat the fuck out of the fucking bullies. I don't know. Like, it's like, oh, we're not going to care. You know, we're not going to stop the bullying. But if the if you stand up for your bully, oh, you're going to be in trouble, mate. Like, what the fuck? I don't get that. Do you believe in soulmates and true love? Um... I do... I don't think I do. And I will tell you why. Maybe maybe a thousand years ago, it does exist. But now, there's seven billion fucking people in the world. And I don't think... I think there's going to be more than one person that suits you. Um, or, you know, I guess works with you, can work with you... Um, as a partner or like as a marriage um so yeah I, I don't i think i do i think there's definitely people who you know would be good for you but not i don't think like fucking soulmates and shit jesus christ what have you thought about what career and job you want to have yeah i think i think <laughs> i think i have uh talked about that long enough what are your thoughts on marriage um I had a chat with my dad about this actually. I think yesterday or two days ago, um, because I was I told him oh like he asked me like what do you think about marriage and shit. Um, it's very weird because I have my parents are, you know, together and they're they're probably the best couple I know. Like there's not obviously they would have disagreements and stuff, but I've never seen like a greater couple than them. And and I should feel like oh love exists and you know marriage is fucking amazing and shit. But and con and contrary to that, a lot of my friends and people, a lot of people that I know don't like don't they don't have their parents living together and I guess they're not together anymore. So I do have a weird sort of um vibe with marriage. But I think it's one of those things, if she's worth it or if he's worth it, just do it. Because it might work, it might not work, but you don't want to, you know, you don't want to look back and be like, oh, fuck, 
I wish I, you know, I wish I did. Uh, I wish I uh, uh, lived with her. I wish I m- got married with her. But nowadays with marriage as well, um, do you need to get married? I, I don't know. Like, if you don't want to marry her, but you still want to be with her. I mean, there's people who, who are together and stuff, but they're not really married, I guess. Um, what do, do you think of yourself as religious or spiritual? Uh, no, not really. I do believe in religion, and I do believe there's a God. But then again, uh, the thing is, if, if I don't know, because because I'm not sure, and I don't, there's no evidence. It's hard for me to really believe in something. But um, I'm somewhat religious. I I do believe like if you're a shitty person, something's gonna happen to you. That's basically I that's I believe that. What do you wish you knew how to do that you can't right now? Um. I wish I can speak French. Of French, Italian, or Spanish. What subjects in school do you enjoy learning about? Um, I think um. By the way, I'll probably do a few more more of these, and then I'm probably heading off to watch a movie. I've, I'm watching uh, um, fucking uh, Rocket Man tonight. I think. Um, what do I enjoy? I do like physics. I'm not gonna lie. Because of the teacher, I very good physics teacher, very good. He's a very good teacher and just a sound guy. Uh, so I would say physics just because of the teacher and the subject itself. I didn't really hate it. It's just a lot of maths and stuff, but a lot of problem solving. But I didn't really mind it. Do you consider yourself more introverted or extroverted? Um, this might be the last question I answer actually. Uh, and I'm gonna continue this for the next podcast as well. I think I'm more. I think I'm an extrovert. I'm, I think I'm an extrovert that likes. I don't know. I'm a bit. I'm. A, I think I'm an omni omnivert, because I'm an extrovert when I'm around certain people, but I'm very introverted and I'm very, sort of shy and pretty chill with most of the time. Um. Yeah, I think I'm a bit of both. I don't know. I sort of because I do enjoy like entertaining people, and I do enjoy making people laugh. Um, and it's hard making people laugh, or being jokey and shit, while also being introverted. I guess being you know too chill or too quiet. So I guess like an extrovert version of me comes out. When that happens, when I'm with around, uh, when I'm around a lot of people, and you know I'm in the mood to make them laugh, I think that's what like extrovert version of me comes out. Uh, so th- I think that would be my question. I'm a bit of both. I've, I would say I'm introvert. I'm sometimes I'm introverted. Sometimes I'm, I'm I'm extroverted, and it's and I think I'm genuinely I genuinely believe I'm an omnivert. It's not like again most people say they're omniverts because they just because they think they are, but most of the times, you know, a lot of my friends who say they're omniverts, I'm like, you're an extrovert. And a lot of them also, I'm like, you're an introvert. Uh, I think I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to head down to cinema and probably watch a movie. Um, should really be studying. Um, I do have an exam on Wednesday, but I already had an exam today. And I did study for a bit. As, I already studied as well. Um, 
I'm just probably going to chill for a bit, you know, so fucking stressed out, so tired, and I think a movie's going to help out with that. Uh, I think that's been, that's been it, guys. Um, have a good day, and see you later. Bye!